We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are pleased to be joined by Todd Simon, head coach at Bowling Green. And Todd, I got to start with this, my friend. You're a Lansing, Michigan guy. I just found out this before we clicked record. I'm from Lansing as well. No, you played at Central Michigan. What's your best Central Michigan story? I've heard a lot of from the chips up there in Mount Pleasant. You got any fun stories from your heyday back there? Gosh, yeah, we had a great time. Uh, uh, you know, I, I jumped into coaching actually um, toward the end of my 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 time in Central Michigan, and I, I was talking with uh, my old assistant coach the other day, who's now now a lawyer and a great guy. And my first ever uh, win, you know, believe it or not, uh, we drive forth about forty five minutes to an hour uh, north to uh, Harrison High School, where we were. Uh, ran the JV program and uh, my first ever win, you know, now we're known for playing up tempo trying to score a hundred points. My first ever win was 25 to 22. We got a lead and uh, yeah, we were, we were an up and coming bunch. Let's put it that way. But uh, so once we got that lead, we held that ball and I was staring at that clock waiting for that thing to end. But uh but yeah, so it, that that was that was win number one, uh, twenty five to twenty two, and uh, you know look at us now. Now we we're trying to score a hundred every night. But uh, uh, but it was a great time. Central, great place, a lot of great folks up that way. Hey, you can never forget that score, I'm sure. And uh, nothing wrong with that, by the way. Twenty five points was a huge success in my Catholic youth league coaching days <laughs> in Lansing, Michigan. So credit to you for that. Let's uh, let's talk through your journey as a head coach a little bit. So your your first stint as a head coach is at UNLV, where you take over for Dave Rice midseason. Certainly that that wasn't necessarily the plan going into that year. What was that like sort of being thrown into that as a first exposure to to running a team? Yeah, you know, I've had a little bit of a non-traditional journey. Um, really have, you know, being a uh, um, kind of support staff early on in my career uh, at Pepperdine UNLV and then uh, going on to we, we got Finley Prep going. I uh, was there for seven years, which is kind of like a college program. But, you know, we we uh, had a lot of success there, kind of cut our teeth, kind of learn. It's kind of a, you know, experimental uh, developmental ground really is what it was. 
and uh, we just lived in the gym with those guys. And then going back to UNLV, so I was only a Division One assistant for two and a half years, and um, you know now going into year nine of of being a Division One head coach. So it's just been kind of a unique journey. But uh, but yeah, being thrust in that position, you know, it's under you know circumstances you don't love because Dave's a dear friend of mine, and and um, you know we're in a tricky position there. Um, you know, we had all kinds of adversity, but we were, we were really proud that, you know, we, we, we won, you know, we, 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 we did it, we, you know, that 17 game stretch that we were there, we, we turned it, you know, turned in a winning season and gave those guys a experience, a chance and, and overcame a lot of crazy stories. I mean, we were, by the end of it, we, we, we were pulling guys off campus to play and we had so many injuries and, and, and the, the moral of the story was nobody cares. You know, you just got to find a way to win. And and uh, the best the best story we saw at the end of the season, we're running out of players, right? And, uh, you know, football's in the middle of their spring stuff, so we can't get steal one of their guys. We had a, we had a, 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 our final game of the season at San Diego State, and we're worried that we might not have enough players to play the game. And uh, so we racked our brains, and – we, we contacted a, uh, a kid that walked on a few years before. And uh, so we got a hold of him. He's working the front desk at the Wynn Hotel, not enrolled in school. And uh, but luckily, he needed three more credits of internship to graduate. So in a, in a short order, we got a compliance. We got him in a, a three-credit internship, got him in the, about three minutes of practice, and said, and, and, and said Brian, we need you to play on Saturday and uh, get on the bus. We're going. Equipment manager says, hey, we don't even have a jersey. <laughs> and so we literally, uh, you know, we got those mannequins with all the jerseys sitting in the window. Personally walked up to the mannequin, grabbed the jersey off the mannequin, said, here you go, Brian. This looks like you're number 35. And and away we went. Gets, gets on the bus. We go to San Diego State and uh, checks in at the, you know, three minutes left in the first half, and he's playing a Division One game a few days after working the front desk at the win. So, I mean, it was a – and we were expected to win, you know. We won a game in the conference tournament with that, you know, doing it this way, and we found a way. It was, it was a great experience. It was a great experience as a young coach to uh, cut your teeth and, and, and be thrown in the fire. Wow. I mean, that sounds straight out of like a Disney movie script. Honestly, that's like Rudy 2.0, but the basketball version. Um, so you mentioned, I mean, I, I think it's it's great to hear the transparency and the honesty about this business being, hey, like winning's what matters. Like sometimes the context is dropped from what's going on at a, a program that's either rebuilding or hitting some adversity and speaking of rebuilding, that's exactly what you did at Southern Utah. You know, six and twenty-seven in your first season. Five years later, twenty and four. What made you so successful in kind of going from the bottom back all the way up to the top at that program? Yeah, you know we we knew what we were kind of getting ourselves into, but it was like kind of an ultimate challenge. You know, it was it was hey, this this is a place that hadn't won in a while. You know, really over. 10, 20, 30 year span, it was kind of, you know, it was pretty slim. And, and, um, so it was a challenge and, you know, I was intrigued by it and, um, you know, we wanted to kind of see doing it our way, if it was going to work and, 
you know, we're one of 18 programs that have had three straight 20 win seasons in the entire country. And, um, and that was more, more than the turnaround, the, the fact that we kind of kept it going, um, over a period of time, you know, and crossing leagues, you know, we went to the big sky to the whack. We got picked ninth and, you know, we're in the finals and we were a stone's throw away from winning in, in the regular season as well in the last, you know, last week we're still right there so it um it was a great experience because really uh the growth as a coach and you know we went and it was unique you know um we went from being number one defense in the big sky to saying hey i don't really like this style of play i don't even really, really like watching ourselves <laughs> to to being one of the best offenses in the country the last few years you know we just kind of flipped our philosophy and and it's going to work that very next year we went 20 and four when we did that. And um, so it's been fun to be able to kind of just not be, a, we're not really afraid to fail, not afraid to look silly. We're just going to do what we think is best. So I, I'm glad you mentioned the style of play because um, you kind of, I think you, you, you mentioned it briefly in one of your first answers, scoring a hundred. And then you mentioned the philosophy of, going from a defense first team to, Hey, let's score as much as we can. Obviously there's multiple ways to win in college basketball, but um, you guys have certainly landed in your, in your previous stops on being a, an up-tempo let's score, you know, really exciting brand of offensive basketball. Do you think that that is the best way to win or is that more of just a personal preference on, um, you know, hey, maybe I, I want to recruit players that will play well because that's aesthetically pleasing. What's the philosophy there? Yeah, you know, I think the rule changes, honestly, of the last few years have, have all gone on the offensive end. It's all to benefit offense. And, you know, as you, as you – I think there's there's walls that you start to hit if you can't if you can't score. And, and, and I think, it, and we're trying to win championships. We're not trying to just be a good team. You know? And I think defense, and you have to get stops, right? But um, we'd go through five minute droughts where, you know, we'd be playing up tempo. And, you know, we were still up tempo back then, but it was just different. You know, we'd get, you know, three stops as a kill. We'd be getting like triple kills back in our back to back. And we'd be like, why are we not separating? We're up by five. How is this possible? You know, and, and, and so, you know, I just think philosophically it's, it's, um, I always like, uh, to, to kind of dictate the terms of the game. And I think when you're good offensively, you, you're, you're the one that, that is dictating those terms and everyone else has to make the chess, chess moves versus what you're doing as opposed to the other way around. So with Bowling Green, what appealed to you most about taking over this program at this specific time? You know, being from the Midwest, I, I've, I've always had eye, eyes back this way, but only for the right place. And, um, you know, a few years back when we started to kind of win, you know, I kind of in, in, you know, put a list in my phone. I said, here's the ones, the, the, the say yes list. And there was five or six programs on that. And, and, um, you know, and, and, and when this job came open, they kind of reached out. I was just kind of scrolling through my phone for some other stuff. And, and, um, I came across that list. 
and says Bowling Green calls, you say yes because they have elite facilities. I mean, we're in a, as prime of a Midwest location as you can dream of. You know, hour from Detroit, we can drive to upstate New York, you can drive to Chicago. I mean, you can get everywhere, Canada, the whole thing. So it's it's a prime spot with great resources and a great arena. It really can be an absolute jewel of a mid-major job and um, great college town, family place, two hours from where I grew up. I mean, it was such an unbelievable fit. And we have great people here. So that kind of sealed the deal once we realized, like, hey, we're ready to win. And, uh, you know, we're we're not trying to just kind of hit singles here. We're trying to hit home runs. Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy. But by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. And man, that could not be more true. It's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of February and the month of March when you are in my business. And AG1 was exactly the supplement that I needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional bases for the day. I've continued that into April. I've continued that into May, and I'm going to continue that the rest of the summer. All I have to do is mix a scoop of AG1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and I'm ready to go. Do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to athleticgreens.com backslash field 68 that's field 68 f-i-e-l-d the number six the number eight and you can get yours now so check it out and help support this show thanks we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So once you step through the doors and the job is yours and you're sitting down at the desk, you start to look at 
okay, who who's actually going to step on the floor for us, right? And in this transfer portal era, uh, I imagine that's a very difficult thing to navigate with, with guys with a lot of decisions to make at various levels, and especially for a first-year head coach. By my count, there were nine seniors on last year's Bowling Green roster. You can tell me if I have that correct or incorrect, but um, how did you approach that as a new head coach? Is it sort of expecting a huge degree of turnover or what's it like to try and navigate that and still put a competitive team together in year one? Yeah, we have four returners and um, one of which redshirt last year, you know, so you're, you're talking really um, just a few contributors and, um, but we got right to it. I mean, that's again, we were, you know, we didn't have any family here or place to live or, cars or i mean none of those things just kind of get get in the office and uh get to work and, and you know we'd sit till 2 a.m and wake up at you know 6 30 and start over again and 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 we did that until we we've kind of built the roster and uh, you know so we brought in six transfers and we brought in a two really really good junior college players and a really good freshman and uh, so those nine guys, ten guys, including uh, some, you know, some prefer you know walk-on type guys and one now are going to help us try to win the league, and we think uh, we can compete early on. And it was nowadays the the, the portal is it giveth and take away. You know, it's 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 also a blessing when you're taking over a program because I think you can put together a nice roster quickly. Yeah, absolutely. We're seeing it from plenty of programs that uh, uh, kind of plug and play some of those gaps quickly Mm -hmm. and uh, surprise people when maybe you shouldn't be surprised when you look at some of those ads. I jotted down a couple names I want to ask you about that are are specific ads you made in the offseason. The first one's DJ Smith, uh, double-digit scorer, started a bunch of games at Arkansas, Little Rock. What are you expecting that he can do for you guys this year? Yeah, we, we, we like DJ. He's made right. Um, great kid he, he's um you know one in high school he, he's uh got a big chip on his shoulder you know and so he's got a lot to prove and i think he'll he'll uh you know having been coached well coach walker and being being you know he, he's got a little bit of that pedigree too so i think he'll come and fit what we're trying to do especially as we open up the floor for him so we're, we're pretty excited about him all right, the second one on my list here, the brothers, Jason and Greg Spurgeon. Uh, so I, I don't know if this is the the best way to necessarily ask this, but I'm always curious when it comes together like this. Jason was at Southern Utah. Greg was at a lower level. When you added Greg, was that sort of the plan all along, or was this like, a, hey, we're recruiting Jason, and oh, wait a second, he's got a brother that can play a little bit too. How did that come together? Yeah, so we we recruited uh, both out of high school, right? And um, and you know, obviously Jason's uh, has great size and 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 length and all that good stuff, and was a proven commodity for us. But we had also been aware of Greg uh, coming over, and he was kind of in that COVID stretch, and so um, you know he was just kind of looking for an entry point. And uh, but both are elite. Uh, culture guys uh, made the right way. You're trying to flip a program around. You want these guys who are in the gym every day that are 
positive, outstanding family, outstanding parents, and and um, they're going to have an impact far more than just on the floor. And but we fully expect that as well. But but that you know you make you're you're not making those decisions in a vacuum. You know you're you're saying hey we're trying to flip a program, trying to win, trying to get this winning mindset that, that we get, we got to get as many guys with that mindset in, 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 you know, rowing in the same direction. So, um, you know, and so we're, we're excited about that. Yeah. I think the upside's great um, on both of them in different levels. I love it. All right. So I'll leave you with this, a little fun one to end. You're on the road right now. You're recruiting. We won't say specifically where you're going in case there's any competitors listening to this. Uh, I am also a road trip connoisseur from the Midwest here. We did a big, a 10-stop road trip in the Big Ten last year, uh, drove to Lincoln, Nebraska, 12 hours in the middle of the night, all this nonsense. So I'm well familiar with the various Midwestern stops you can make on a road trip where you're going to get your food, what the what the right move is and what the wrong move is. On a, on a road trip like this when you're recruiting, what's the best stop? If you're looking for some food, where are you looking to go? Well, that's a great one. Um you know, one of my favorite cities in the Midwest in general is, is Chicago. I'm not saying I'm headed that way right now, but uh, but uh, in terms of you're going to get some food, I mean that's that's the that's the as high level of a, of a city for for uh, finding some good meals that you I think you'll find almost in the world. I'm I'm, I'm going to put it in that category, but uh, um, yeah, I'll probably put that top of my list right now if you're 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 uh throwing that out there deep dish i assume yeah i think you know i and i wasn't um a couple uh now now we're now we're ordering uh lumonati's in the mail we're getting mailed to our house you know <laughs> so uh yeah we've, we've come a long way but uh yeah yeah you can't go wrong with it that's a great move i respect it all right coach well thank you so much for carving some time out for us in the middle of a, a recruiting trip we appreciate it and we'll be rooting for you everybody todd simon bowling green good luck this season and, and stay in touch here with us at the field of 68 